We back, baby. Welcome to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphen Nation. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. Welcome back. So, man, let me just let me just get into this, man. Haven't had an episode since June. And I gotta say, I was probably a little burned out, man. Uh, to be honest with you, because um, you know, I had some issues beginning of the year, wasn't sure if the show was going to continue on, decided to continue on, and then COVID hit, <laughs> you know, because uh, those episodes were in January, and then February, I think I took off, and a couple weeks in March, and then I came out with like seven straight episodes, which is crazy, that was as COVID was happening, and then... Uh, by the grace of uh, my co-host Marcus Show and Mad Love Robinson, uh, pulled together a review of um, Ethan Strauss's uh, Ethan Sherwood, yeah, Ethan Sherwood Strauss's book uh, about Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors. Pulled that together with George Gerbo, and then we managed to get Ethan on the show. And I missed it, but of course, George and Marcus did a wonderful job interviewing him. And then the end of May happened. And everything with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Oh, by the way, arrest Breonna Taylor's killers, please. And Ahmaud, um, Ahmaud Aubrey. So, two episodes ago, things got real intense. I literally was reading what happened to each of those three people. I was upset. I was in tears. I felt hopeless. That's why I named the episode Hopeless. And it, it was just a weird time, man, because going through quarantine and then coming into one of the darkest periods in a uh, black history in America, all of a sudden in 2020, it, it was a lot, man. And, and I, I got praise on that episode for being coming from such, such a real place with the being upset and the anger and the tears and everything. Also got a message from a friend who said, I don't ever want to hear you talk like that again. That's not why I tune into your show. And, you know, I I understand you're upset, but that's, that's not you. So stepped away from that, came back with Gerbo again and Marcus and, my man, Mike Osti, who just got engaged. Congratulations, Osti. And covered the last dance. And last we had talked, uh, we were like, oh, yeah, let's cover that Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa uh, uh, series, a uh, documentary that's coming on ESPN. And, yeah, I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I completely forgot about it shortly after we completed that episode. And then since then, man, it's just been all COVID everything, man. Like West Virginia opened back up. 
Uh, then West Virginia shut back down a little bit. Uh, masks are required everywhere. We have a lot of people who don't want to wear masks. A lot of people who think masks are anti-mask. A lot of people who feel like COVID's fake. And on top of that, everything's going on with the politics and, you know, Trump declaring war, Donald declaring war on protesters, essentially, and everything was happening in the um, Pacific Northwest, Pacific Northwest, I can talk. Kanye announced he's going to run for president, (laughs) which is funny because right when he came out and said that shit was right when I was reconciling my feelings on him after two years since the slavery was a choice comment and I was really starting to become kind of get past him being like all right look he has a mental illness I still enjoy his past music I'm okay with all this and then the breakdown at the surprise campaign rally in South Carolina happened <sighs> um what what else has happened Joe Biden uh announced Kamala Harris as his running mate that just happened yesterday Everybody's excited about that. I'm going to be voting for them. Uh, just in case anybody's wondering, my dad called me a Democrat. <laughs> He's like, you're a Democrat, aren't you? I'm like, what? You've never voted, bro. Like, how, why are you yelling at me? Went to go see dad, though. He's doing good. He's doing real good. Shout out to my, my boy, Moose. Moose has con- contracted covid and he's currently struggling struggling through it. He says he's going to be okay, though, so prayers up for, for the homie Moose. I went to, with him to Miami, the, to WrestleMania. I don't know if y'all heard, <laughs> but I went to WrestleMania 28 with uh, Anthony and Thomas and Moose. So shout out to you, Moose. Get better soon, buddy. Hope there's no prolonged effects. So I just hadn't sat down to record a pod, man. I was supposed to record Lamb a couple weeks ago. And this thing happened where me and Aaliyah came downstairs where my whole setup is now. And uh, she's going to just do some gymnastics uh, on the open space she has for her to do so. And she's like, the floor is wet. The carpet's wet. Like, oh, man. Did the dogs come down here? Oh, yeah. Um, lost a dog. I don't know if I mentioned that. Brooklyn passed away. Uh, you may remember him way back in the teens where we moved into this house and he decided to walk into Leah's room and poop on the floor. I was not happy with him. So I tried to pick him up and then he bit the hell out of my finger. RIP Brooklyn. Uh, I'll probably be talking about him in a later episode. We got two new dogs have a little, uh, uh, what is she? She's a Chihuahua Yorkie mix, a Chorky named Divi. And we got another Chihuahua pug mix her name is Marley. They're upstairs chilling in the pen right now. They're mad because I'm not getting them. But your boy had to come do what your boy had to do because, honestly, I missed y'all, man. I missed the podcast. I miss sitting down with y'all every week to shoot the breeze. So, reason I haven't been as prolific as well, I've actually decided to stop doing the car pods and the recording on the old phone and stuff like that. The old phone, while it's doing okay, it still works. Um... There's a few times in the past, eh, let's say eight months, where I'd record something like a segment and go to put it together with something else, you know, go back and listen to it and I had nothing. And everything was plugged in properly, but the app just decided to stop. It was either the phone stopped the app or the app just stopped, you know. And 
after working so well for so long, I was like, man, I don't want to take a chance to actually sit down and record a whole episode on this and then it just be gone. And then plus, I'm really trying to step my sound up, you know? Uh, you've, you've had 160-some episodes of um, me doing pods like this or Skype pods or which is still me on the microphone or car pods or parking lot pods. As much as I love doing those and as well as they, as nice as they fit in my schedule, I'm, I'm moving away from those. So while there was times I probably could have skated away a few hours early from the house before I went to work to make sure that I could record on the phone, I just wanted to get away from that. So I haven't been doing that. And, you know, it's time, man. Like, a lot of things that happen with Hyphen Podcast Group, man. All the shows are going strong. We're planning some new shows coming up for the fall and for the upcoming winter. Summer's almost over. And, like, I keep seeing everybody's pods, man. I'm like, you know what's missing? Me. Because I haven't even been on anybody's shows. The only, the only person show I've been on was, uh, was on EG's show for Catch the Show. We talked about um, Marshall Mathers LP because the 20th anniversary of that just passed in May. Talked about that, so you can go check that out on his his feed or at hyphenpodcastgroup.com. Oh, and as always, Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, a Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective bringing great podcasts to the people, and also by Mark Robb, written by my co-host no longer semi-regular um marcus has pulled my ass out of fire so much it's there will probably be more pods of me than pods of marcus but marcus is a freaking co-host man let's just let's just not play around anymore written by my co-host marcus show mad love robinson he writes prolific paragraphs of pontifications on all kinds of things uh mostly movie related here recently um as well as a, a most recent one was about the Washington football team. Yes, that is their now their name, renaming themselves and the trail of sadness that's followed them since Dan Snyder took over the, fan, the franchise. So, you know, uh, just want to shout him out. If you want to read his stuff, go to Mark Rob. Sorry, the Mark Rob.wordpress.com. That's the M A R C R O B dot WordPress dot com. And then also check out his wonderful podcast that he co hosts with Miss Kit Kat Chinetti uh, called We Should Do This Again Sometime with Cat and Mark. They review three movies, typically an episode. It's a lot of fun. They do have great chemistry. Uh, they like each other, you can tell. Uh, and that show normally has been coming out on Thursday. So shout out to Mark Rob. As always, First topic, I got a lot of shit that I just wrote down. And so what I want to do, what I want to do is um, just kind of run through all these topics and touch on them real quick, just so I can take them off the list. And then we'll la- if we land on something that, that lasts for a while, that's cool. But we'll, we'll see what happens. So here we go. <sighs> Lego Masters. <laughs> Um, I don't know if anybody noticed a few months ago there was a show on Fox called Lego Masters hosted by Will Arnett and I was a big Lego kid man I, I'm still into the Lego video games I'm looking at Lego Marvel Super Heroes 1 right now that I was playing a little bit in quarantine and 
I was one week on, one week off. So that's how this whole setup that I got now that you can't actually see because I'm not streaming live right now, just for time's sake at the moment, uh, came to be um, was I set up a little video game section and then slowly I started buying all the equipment so I could start streaming on Twitch. Coming soon. Um, I never said what happened with Lamarique and, and the water and everything. So what happened? Aaliyah stepped in water. I said we got dogs. I got sidetracked. I'm sorry. We'll come back to Lego Masters. Stepped in water, and I was like, all right, the dogs came down and peed. It was a lot of water. It was like a door-sized section of water of our carpet was just soaking wet. A, a, a door-sized section of carpet was soaked with water, right? And it's like, I'm like, oh, God, what is that coming from? Go around, and AC unit is on the other side of the wall, on the unfinished side. And I'll be damned if it hasn't been dripping off of the air conditioning unit all on the floor and then due to gravity all the water is literally running underneath the boards under onto the carpet and has been doing so for several days from what I can tell so immediately had to get a shop back didn't work didn't pull the car water out start soaking up as much water I can with towels figure out I need to uh, clean out the hose that uh, the air conditioner drains into it had some crud in it a uh, little bit of vinegar seems to have done the trick. Uh, mend that up best I could. Get that cleaned out. Make sure everything's dry under the air conditioner and then start drying the floor. The floor literally took a week and a half to dry. And all I could do was run heaters over it and just keep soaking up the water. I'm hoping we didn't get mildew down here. Thankfully, I mean, it does get dark and cool at night. I don't know what the pad looks like underneath there. I'm kind of scared. But we do have more carpet. Um, if we ever want to look and get it replaced, it's doable. But yeah, it, it took a week and a half to dry that with the heaters. I was supposed to get up with Lamb like two days after that happened. Didn't happen. I was supposed to record with somebody else. The night it happened, I had to cancel. He don't believe me though. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Live from an undisclosed location in a basement in New York City, it's me, Crank, ruler, well, mayor of Dimension X and the producer of the hottest new pod in that dimension or this one, The Shredhead Pod, starring the Blasian Betty, aka Google Chrome Dome, aka Ado Nobu Hagen, aka my best friend, Oroku Saki, aka The Shredder. And we've put aside our differences with the Ninja Turtles to be your weekly source of hot takes sports and entertainment news stay all the way and hear who Saki is named as his Cretan of the week and find something valuable in the shred commendations so we'll see you on apple stitcher spotify or wherever your pods are casts the shredhead pod is a member of the hyphen podcast group And yeah, so so that got me sidetracked because I was playing on starting on Twitch that same week, really, and really trying to go at it and just have fun doing Twitch. I, I mean, I'd love to make money doing Twitch, but I, I really just did it because I enjoy watching people play video games. I like watching Twitch. Shout out to some of my favorite streamers like Dom2K and my uh, cousin, uh, Stinky Weasel, a.k.a. BG, uh, William Geiler. Uh, he's on there as well. And there's a few other people that I follow, like Sasha Gray. Um, she streams on there. AJ Styles, even though I've kind of disowned him because he's all lives matter. Uh, Paige, another WWE wrestler, former wrestler at this point. 
uh, she streams. Um, so there, there's there's all kinds of people in there that stream, man. So I, I've been fully throwing myself into that. But back to Lego Masters. Sorry about the the tangent. Back to Lego Masters. I love Legos, man. I've loved Legos since I was a kid. Just loved them. And when I saw that there's going to be a show, a TV show, about people building these crazy things with Legos, I was super psyched, man. And I was like, oh, Will Arnett can't be that bad as a host. You know, uh, it, it'll be fine. Never been the biggest Will Arnett fan, but whatever. Um, So, I, I mean, he's, he makes a good Lego Batman. <laughs> so, sorry, Olivia Wilde. So, uh, if you, uh, I, I was just excited for it. So, start watching the show when it comes out. And they have all these teams, teams of two. And it's like, this week, you have six, what was it? 18 hours to build this thing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this thing. <laughs> and then we're going to test it and, and see how well you do. And all these other things. This is Will Arnett. And then, so literally, we're supposed to believe that this, and I think there was like 12 teams, man, that this group of people uh, and teams of two are just building these things for all this time. And they're in this little studio and then they'll have a, get a celebrity judge come on or something. They had these two uh, foreign uh, Lego masters, as they called them who would come on and, and help and judge and Warren that would go and talk to people and try to be funny. And then they would have this fake drama. It was just absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. I, I hated it. I watched like three episodes and I gave up, man. It was just like, this isn't what I signed up for. I signed up to see people build cool Lego stuff. And I know you're trying to do the competition, everything and the reality elements, but I just wasn't sold. So it was a no for me for Lego masters. I don't know if it got renewed for season two, Let's see. Did Lego Masters get renewed for season two? It does not have an official green light, but you may get more Lego Masters. It was terrible. It was terrible. I wasn't into it. If you're into it, good for you. Let's keep rolling through this this list here. Uh, acquitted. I had that down because at one time, I don't know if you remember this, Donald was impeached. <laughs> It's such a long time ago. It was like four years ago. And, you know, he, he, the impeachment passed through the House. The Senate shut it down, and that's it. Donald stayed in power, you know. And he he continues his reign of terror. And let me tell you about a realization I came, uh, came to about Donald Trump. There is a song done by the Gregory Brothers. If you don't know the Gregory Brothers, their infamous for the bed intruder song um climbing in your windows he's snatching your people up yeah that that's them donald held his rally what last month uh despite covid concerns and he still did it and and some people say the turnout was bad other people say the turnout was amazing <sighs> apparently he was at west point graduation and was going down this ramp and he decided to talk about it well, they took this song. They, they're not the song. They took that section of the ramp song, man, and they made this amazing, this amazing audio out of it. And I heard it on Fake Doctors, Real Friends. And 
I've been absolutely obsessed, obsessed with it. This isn't even the version I want. I want the good version. And I'm going to stop it there. Heard it on Fake Doctors Real Friends, right? And I was like, what the hell is Zach Braff and Donald Faison talking about? Uh, they were talking about this song. And I was obsessed with it for a good three days. It's hilarious. And, you know, I decided I needed to hear the original audio that, it, that actually that they took it from. And it's like about four minutes from his speech, his campaign rally, talking about this whole ramp incident. and. People don't, who are fans of Donald Trump, who vote for Donald Trump, they aren't into Donald Trump because they really feel like he can do better for the country. Some people are. But the man is a walking wrestling promo, man. He's a character from the top to the bottom. People love him because he's a freaking character. <clears throat> and that's it. There, there's nothing else to it. And, you know, some people be like, uh, you know, I can, I like Donald for this reason and blah, blah, blah. It's because he tells the truth. <laughs> he, he tells it like it is. He doesn't bullshit us. No, he doesn't. Because Donald Trump is a wrestling character. And all of y'all supporters, air quotes, are just merely... Fans, y'all are just like me marking out for Punk, for CM Punk, or God, I haven't, I haven't even been watching wrestling, y'all. I haven't been watching wrestling. I'm in a fantasy wrestling league, and I'm like dead last because I haven't been doing anything. And I'm just saying, you know, people just get so excited about that fool. <laughs> they do. They just love him. They love him. And they can't help themselves because he's just so damn entertaining. And that's why people love him. That's why he beat Hillary, man. Besides the fact people thought Hillary was a crook and a woman and all those other things, which I didn't agree with. But yeah, man, it's, it's sad. It's sad and insane that, um, that people are support him just because they want to be a fan of Donald and be on board and wear the, wear the red hat, you know? But enough back of that, he he got acquitted. He what he didn't end up uh getting impeached for real for real. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh Super Bowl happened. <laughs> I told you I haven't done this in wow. This has just been sitting. Just been sitting, man. Uh the uh Chiefs, fuck the Chiefs, won the Super Bowl, beat the 49ers after a slow start, if I remember correctly. And yeah. Uh, congratulations to them, I guess. I don't know if we're going to have the NFL season this year. It's still looking iffy. I'm happy we have the NBA bubble right now. And baseball needs to get their act together because every other couple of days I see about a team outbreak happening. So, yeah. Um, oh, and the NHL is going to shout to the NHL. And uh, soccer is happening, uh, MLS and uh, worldwide soccer. I'm not in the, into the international football, but, you know, there's a lot of people who are. So, shout out to them. Uh, Dan DiDio. A uh, former 
editor-in-chief or president or whatever main role of DC Comics. He ended up getting fired, which I thought was a good move because I feel like ever since uh, the New 52 happened, DC has been trying to find their footing as far as their comics go, and they keep rebooting things and changing things back and doing things over. I thought it was a good move at the time. I don't remember the circumstances. I saw it randomly and wrote it down and thought I would look it up more what happened. But he's no longer with DC. And then just a few days ago, a bunch of people got let go from DC as well because I don't want to say Warner Brothers, but whoever owns DC Comics now, that Warner Media, I think that sounds right, did a bunch of restructuring. And even Jim Lee, who was at the top of things over there, is no longer uh, president. He's still with DC. But uh, all kinds of crazy things happen. Let me see if I can find you a headline real quick. Uh, massive DC Comics layoffs leaves their future in question. Massive Warner layoffs got DC Comics. Yeah. So shout out to everybody at DC Comics who's going through it right now. Comics is in a weird place right now. I don't know if they've gone back to doing physical issues yet. I know everybody was shut down and went digital once everything kind of came down. But yeah, DC is up in the air. I'm sure Marvel is a much better. So... Yeah, you know, uh, thinking about all y'all because in these tough times, people need their jobs for reals. I'm just saying when I got Bill Simmons, I can sit my phone down for a minute on this one. I started re-listening and I mean, start started again because um, Simmons, Bill Simmons, uh, head of the ringer, former ESPN personality, sports guy. Uh, you know, you know, Bill Simmons, podcaster, DeJour, just sold uh, the ringer to Spotify for a whole bunch of money. <sighs> Billy, 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 Billy. I started listening to Bill regularly sometime in the fall. I, I would always listen to his Monday, his Sunday night pod with Cousin Sal because they would cover all the NFL games for, of the day and kind of give me a nice little rundown. They would guess the lines for next week, which I, I'm not really into gambling, but it was entertaining. They would do Parent Corner where they would tell stories about their kids. And I'm assuming that if the NFL comes back, then they will continue to do this. Enjoyed those pods a lot because I love hearing I love hearing Simmons' awful takes. I love Cousin Sal's stories. Um, so I was really enjoying those. So after... I don't, I don't know. I guess it was uh, January. I don't know if he won in the playoffs, but I listened to all those episodes and then finally like, all right, cousin Sal's your last one for a while. And so Sal's gone. And so normally what Simmons will do then, or at least he, what he's had done in the past, in the past few years, he had been going to Ryan Rosillo to be his guest host and they would cover NBA stuff leading into the playoffs and then cover the playoffs. So I started listening to that. And then quarantine happened. Everything got shut down. Listen to them for like, 12, 13 weeks of them just doing that Sunday night pod and doing uh, MJ uh, Jordan rewatchables when the last dance was on and then just random NBA content. And then they would kind of both break down where they were on the whole COVID situation. And Simmons would be pessimistic bill one week where he's like, oh, whatever, this is never going to end. Then he'd have optimistic bill like, oh, we're going to get the NBA back. And they have a really good chemistry, right? Here's where they dropped the ball. Dramatic pause. After George Floyd, 
and the protests started and the rioting started. Of course, it hit L.A. pretty badly. And I listened to the episode the week that I started to, uh, when, I, when all the news hit. And there's this section where Rosillo and Simmons were complaining about the looting. And if you listen two episodes ago, I said, loot whatever the hell you want. Just do it, you know? Uh, not that I condone that behavior, but shit's going to happen. You keep killing us, killing black people, okay? It's going to always continue to happen. Because black, you, I'm, I'm not going down that well, but shit will pop off every time a black person gets murdered, especially when it's on a national scale, okay? And sometimes there will be protests and sometimes there will be riots. Like, oh, they went into the nice part of L.A. and they're still in this. And like, it's one thing if they're protesting and then riots break out out of anger and everything. But this is mostly Rosillo. But I saw people going in and stealing Jordans and everything else. You know what? You know what? Fuck you, Ryan Rosillo. You piece of garbage. You know what? I fucked with you because you actually was like, you know what, Bill? You know what? You would give Bill shit. You would push back. Unlike Cousin Sal. Unlike uh, Joe House or any of his buddies that come on the podcast, you would push back on his opinions and you would kind of have something to say and you you would like make these sneaky jokes just under and see if Bill would catch them. And that shit was hilarious. It made for good podcasting, right? But for you to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, they're looting and they're taking Jordans and, and designer and all this stuff. They're breaking in all these designer stores and taking stuff and you know, this is what this is about and everything. It's like, you know what? You don't know what this is about. You know why? Because you ain't us, bruh. And you never will be. You'll never will be. So the pod, the, when the pod that came out after the riot started in LA and stuff, it was a real bad look for him. And Simmons is like, yeah, you know, it was a real nice area and you're fucking it up. <laughs> right? So nobody took too well to that. I had to go back and re-listen to it because I think I made a comment on the Hopeless episode that I, I kind of agreed with him. But then I had to go back and like really listen to it because I was half listening because I was in a daze uh, from the events of the week before. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up. So uh, people started coming for the ringer, for Bill, and for Rosillo. So therefore, wow, Rosillo gave his half-ass apology on his pod. Simmons Simmons, all of a sudden uh, decided he was going to dig into his black bag. And the reason being, there's another comment that Ryan Rosillo said. Fuck you, Ryan Rosillo. He was like, yo, you do a good job hiring of diverse hirings here at the ringer, Bill. Blah, blah, blah. And then Bill's like, yeah, I do. Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Twitter, as well as just people in general, went and checked on the receipts. Well, Bill, all the stars of your shows, well, your podcast mostly are uh, white. And uh, the few that you don't, that you do have on staff, like my man Shay Serrano. Shout out to you, Shay. I need to check out you and Jason Concepcion's Network's new podcast, uh, The Connect. I heard it's doing well. Uh, you know, and J- Jason obviously is not white either. But uh, besides that, it's always the same voices. It's always Mallory. It's always Chris Ryan. 
Sean Fennessy, nothing against any of those people. But these are the constant names you see. Andy Greenwald on the big picture. Amanda Dobbins. Cousin Sal. Joe House. You you can name them, they wait for the most part. And there was stuff coming out about the rewatchable, supposed to be open all ringer staff, and then shortly became Fennessy and Chris Ryan and and Simmons. And so all of a sudden, everybody's saying, yo, Bill, the, the, the ringer's not diverse at all, my dude. What, what's going on? So Bill's like, I got you, fam. All these guests of color suddenly appeared on the podcast. Hmm. How convenient, as my man Rad Brad would say. And the Rosillo pods kind of slowed down for a while. He's back now. I haven't listened to him again. Uh, I haven't touched the Simmons podcast in a while, actually. I was going to be completely off the ringer, but I do like the rewatchables. And sometimes Bill just has a fire guest on. But here's the thing, Bill. As as the so-called podfather, as Jalen Rose calls you, you've been doing this a long time. And I know that I'm mighty late with this, but I know you just turned 50, Bill, but you got to keep your ears to the streets, man. Grantland had a lot of white people too, but you also had a Rembert. You you made Rembert, you gave Rembert Brown a great stepping stone to be where he's at now. I believe he's working for Twitter now. You gave Shea Serrano an outlet. You gave all kinds of people great shots at the ringer, at the ringer, at Grantland. And the ringer, you're, the ringer is definitely not Grantland. When you announced it four years ago, I think, and you said you're, we're coming back as a ringer, and it's going to be my new site, and there are going to be podcasts, and then the Bill Simmons show, or the Bill Simmons podcast started. You know, I was like, oh, cool, the ringer's back. You know, I wasn't listening to uh, the BS report before. I, I rarely listen to uh, Grantland podcasts, other than, like, I remember I listened to one with Beatle. And then I listened to a little Jalen Jacoby. Got to give the people, give the people what they want, you know. And I listened to the Masked Man show and things like that. Uh, Cheap Heat, uh, when I could tolerate Peter Rosenberg still. And he would be on there with David Shoemaker. And, Bill, you just got to do better, man. You you had the platform, and I see you've made some hires. You got Van Lathan in there. Um she and um what's what's his face uh not what's his face what's her face uh i can see her face she used to be on um on espn on the show with with michael um her name is not coming me i'm not looking it up y'all know who i'm talking about jamel hill see uh y'all y'all were doing the wire podcast there for a little while i I think y'all are still doing it but bill you just got to do better fam you know, and I and I see what you're trying to do, man. But you're you're scared to even get on Twitter and share your own thoughts. It's all retweets. It's been a rough year, hasn't it, Billy? Do better, Simmons. Write something. I will say though, I I had I did enjoy the the redraftables and the book of basketball pod. Even though you put your son on there with his awful theme song, I do enjoy the book of basketball podcast. Your Kobe episode was excellent. Uh, so I still love you, Bill, but man, you fucking up. (laughs) Next topic on the list. Ooh, another one. (sighs) 
I have another reason that R. Kelly sucks. Okay? All right. So this is why R. Kelly sucks. On top of all everything else, why R. Kelly sucks. And this is purely from a selfish place, but you know what? I think I'm allowed to be selfish in this place. So <clears throat> let me clear my motherfucking throat. What up, Aura? So look, here's what sucks. I've mentioned that I've reconciled my feelings on Kanye a little bit, despite, I mean, even with his recent weeks. I went back and listened to some of his old music. Um, I still am rooting for Aziz Ansari, despite him clearly not understanding the word no a few years ago. Um, you know, and, and falling into the same trap that he literally wrote episodes of Master of None Season 2 about, which blows my mind. So you got you got to kind of you have to kind of pick and choose who who you're going to fuck with. Either you're just going to cancel somebody all the way out or you know, um I don't know, or you find some way to reconcile it if if you're able to, you know? I ain't perfect. I I've reconciled the whole Kobe situation because I feel like he tried very hard since 2003 to change the person who raped that girl in Colorado to be a better person, to be a better father. And I feel like Kobe came a long way, not dismissing his actions, but, you know, everybody deserves a second chance in some ways. All right? R. Kelly don't get no second chances for me. I, at one point, I don't remember if it was this year or months ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to do the thing I'm not supposed to do. I'm going to turn on this R. Kelly album. I believe I went with R, which was his fourth album, because there was Born Into the 90s with Public Announcement, and then 12 Play was his first album and that was 93 and then the self-titled R. Kelly came out in 95 so the R album was like 97 when it came out and it was the second R. Kelly album I had and I was like oh man this joint starts at Home Alone Keith Murray always liked this song could not do it could not enjoy it one bit at all because I know that nasty motherfucker R. Kelly is on this record can't do it was listening to Hove's discography a few months ago. Well, maybe not discography, but I definitely listened to the Dynasty album. A little song called Guilty Until Proven Innocent. Who sings the hook on that? Yeah. Uh, what else? Fiesta Remix. Nah, can't do that. Uh, of course, uh, Lady Gaga took steps to remove that song from her album, uh, what was that album called? I'll just, just watch a video about it. Um, I want to say it's Poptopia, but that's not right. The Do What You Want With My Body. That song has been removed from all versions of her, of her album. You can't find it anywhere if you're going to buy it, buy the album. And that was a, that was a good song. But let's talk about some of the other songs he's on. Uh, I'm a Flirt. 
I fucking love I'm a flirt. I love it. Like, I, I love... It's just, it's just a good-ass song. It is. All the way down. Uh, I was a big fan of that. Can't listen to that no more. Same girl. Can't listen to that anymore. Um, it's funny because I was watching uh, the Terrell show on YouTube. Uh, Terrell... Can't think of his last name. Just look up the Terrell show. He had on um a singer on there and they play word association and the word was uh same and she came up with same girl, the same girl, and then immediately Terrell's like, Oh no, you didn't. And he's like, Well, she's like, I, I couldn't help it, blah 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 blah. You can't freaking help it. Let's see. I believe I can fly is gone. Gone. We were watching Space Jam a few months ago, and when MJ comes off that spaceship, man, and that music hits, I think it plays beginning of the movie, too. One of the most beautifully written songs of my lifetime, honestly. Inspirational, beautiful. As much as you could get sick of it when it was out, it still holds up. Can't listen to it. Gone. What else? Uh, so so many R. Kelly hooks, man. Um, step in the name of love, gone. The the whole stepping album, whatever that was called, gone. Chocolate Factory, gone. Ignition Remix, gone. <laughs> the, these were certified hits, like crossover, mass appeal, and then you got like, but he did marry Aaliyah at. A really young age and he's done horrible things to women his whole life oh and he may have uh may have we know what he did i don't care what chappelle said back on the chappelle show <laughs> it just sucks it absolutely sucks that his whole catalog despite it being available right now still on spotify because uh, it's his only real source of income is what he's done musically. And you, you type in, you type in Robert Kelly's name here. And let's see, Ignition Remix. I believe I can fly. I'm a flirt remix. Bump, bump and Grind, gone. Same girl with Usher, gone. TP2, gone. TP2.com is gone. Featuring one, one of the best hood anthems, dead homie anthems ever, Fucking I wish. So good that, that if y'all remember, if y'all, if y'all remember to be on BET on 106 in Park when I wish video came on, that shit was so censored. Cause he kept it a hundred percent on that bitch and was cussing and just being real about it. Gone. Fill it on your booty. Gone. Gone. <laughs> it, it's it's just not the same, man. One of my favorite R. Kelly songs. I can't sleep, baby. Gone. Uh the the songs he's done with Ron Osley and Kelly Price. Gone. Trapped in the closet. Gone. I I can never listen to those songs the same way. Cause of who this motherfucker turned out to be. (sighs) 
it's just insane. You remind me of something. Another dope one. Fucking you tonight. Great Biggie record. Biggie ain't even here to do anything about it. You must be you. So, come on. All that sweet whining and dining. But I'm fucking. Come on. Gone. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. I'm going to still listen to it. I'm going to do it for big. Fuck you, R. Kelly, first and foremost. Uh, another one on the list. Katherine Johnson passed. I love how I follow a, a, di- a rant about R. Kelly up with uh, Katherine Johnson. She passed away a few months ago on February 24th. Uh, of course, she, uh, I'm just going to read it right here. Katherine Johnson, an American mathematician whose calculations of, of orbital mechanics as a NASA employee were critical to assess the first and subsequent U.S. crewed space flights. Black woman, born in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, had a whole ass movie uh, na- uh, done after Hidden Figures. Even though with everything that's happened in the past few months, Hidden Figures has gotten trashed because Kevin Costner, the white man, had to come and save the black ladies by knocking down the um, whites only sign. Or the blacks only sign, whatever it was. I told Marcus years ago that that scene made me uncomfortable. I mean, times that um, Catherine had to run to the damn restroom and run all the way across the building and miss important things. And then finally, he's like, Why aren't you ever here? Oh, because I got to piss across the whole damn parking lot. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, Oh, well, we're going to fix that right now. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. Taraji, shout out to you, though, girl. So, uh, R.I.P. Katherine Johnson. R.I.P. Regis Philbin, man. Regis just passed. I'm just going to jump into Regis real quick. So, oh, man. Let me, let me just tell you about Regis Philbin. So, my exposure to Regis Philbin is uh, in the summers. Um, What my dad would do is uh rather than me be home or when mom was working and just had something to do or just give me out of her hair she my dad would take me to winchester which is 20 minutes away from Cape bridge and drop me off at my granddad's house my granddad was older he still got around okay he still cook for himself still take care of himself but you know he, he was older and you know we, we really didn't talk much he'd make some food and you know, and he's like, how, how you doing, little Danny? Danny, whatever. He always called me Danny. I think he did, yeah. Love that man to death. Uh, he go take a nap, be out in the yard doing some yard work and stuff like that. I'd help him sometimes. But my morning routine was this. We get into Winchester, hit McDonald's, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, 
um, hash brown, orange juice. Uh, my dad would stop at a convenience store and give me strawberry milk and give me a USA Today because I always like reading the sport, the sports section and the life section. Take me uh, to granddad's house. Uh, granddad would still be, he he would let us in and sometimes he'd go back to bed because he would drop me off. Dad would be working like seven something. So he dropped me off pretty early. So I would watch Center for a couple hours and then I would switch over and then I think they would be, uh, they would have I Love Lucy and maybe I Dream a Genie and what was the other one? Bewitched. I think those came on and essentially I was just killing Tom up until, um, honestly, that's way too early because then I would watch Price is Right and then I would just watch whatever I could find the rest of the day until dad came over and picked me up from after he got off work. No, my Regis experience started a little bit before who who's going to be a mil- who wants to be a millionaire. Cause in the summers again, I'd be home, and there would be a lot of mornings where uh, mom had started working again, and I'd be home alone. So I would watch the little talk shows in the morning. So I would watch The View, but the show I would always I was like I'd be mad if I missed it. Nine a.m. Man, live with uh, Regis and Kathy Lee. I was I w- I had to get in there, man. I had to see my man Regis. I had to see Kathy Lee. And maybe I did start watching in Winchester, but I was hooked there, man. I, I would always watch Regis and Kathy Lee. And I always, I always fuck with Regis, man. He'd be on there telling stories about joy. And, and you know, he, he was the funny one. Kathy Lee had her funny moments too, but Regis was his entertainment, man. And then Millionaire started and he became, and then that's when uh the uh, Shawnee Ties came in and he would be hosting Millionaire five nights a week, damn near at sometimes. And he was, I mean, honestly, he, he, and then honestly, then of course, Kathy Lee left and they brought in Kelly and I'd watch him and Kelly for years. And, and eventually Regis, uh, did retire, but Regis passed away, man. And, uh, RIP to Regis Philbin, uh, big fan, huge fan of your work, man. Um, and I, I hope that you, uh, I don't know how it happened. I don't know if it was natural causes. I don't think it was COVID related. Um, I don't even know if Joy is still alive. Um, but if she is, my my condolences to her. Uh, Regis was cool though, man. Re- Regis was cool. Regis just seemed like the kind of dude who, uh, would just stop whatever he was doing and take time for the fans. Um, th- this is my opinion. There could be stories and stories and stories out there. They would shit the fans. I don't know, man. It's hard being a celebrity. But man, there's just something comfortable about seeing that that wrinkly old face come on and him make those facial expressions and some of the weird outfits he wear on the show, man. So sh- shout out to Regis Philbin. Um, let's see what else I want to get into. Uh, I'm just killing this list. Uh, I have Natalia on here. Maybe I had some kind of hot take about Natalia at some point, but I don't remember what it was, uh, from WWE in case anybody's like, who's Natalia? Um, I was going to make some prolific point and I guess that's gone now. I guess I'll leave it in the list in case it comes to me another time. The good place though. I do want to talk about that. I do want to talk about the good place. <sighs> so the good place wrapped up its last season a few months before COVID hit. And for those of you not familiar, even though I've sung its praises to the absolute sippy top of the mountain, as long as I could about how freaking good this show was. The Good Place starred Kristen Bell, William Jackson Harper, Jamila Jamil, uh, Darcy Carden, Manny Jacinto, 
Yacinto, I'm sorry, Manny, and Ted Danson. My man Ted Danson. Shout out to your wife, though. What up, Mary Steenburgen? What up, Mary Steenburgen? That's my boo. That's my boo thing. What up, girl? So it had four seasons, and the whole premise is Kristen Bell's character dies. And she goes to the good place, which is supposed to be heaven. And then there she meets uh, Ted Danson, who is supposed to be... um, I don't even, oh damn, what, what is he even called? Uh, her name, uh, Kristen Bell's character is named Eleanor. Uh, Chidi is her, becomes her love interest. She meets Chidi, but essentially find out Ted Danson is not an angel who works for heaven. He is, he works for hell. The good place isn't real. They're all in hell for all different reasons. And the good place is supposed to be a torture device that they use to make people think they're in heaven. Uh, but they're honestly in hell. And it just gets crazy. So let me let me just jump to season four here. So there was 53 episodes total. And the premise was they find out that they're in a bad place. And then eventually they convert Michael over to their side where he no longer wants to be an agent of hell, a demon of hell. And so the goal is we're going to get out of the bad place. They end up going back to Earth. And then they're on Earth for a while. They do good things, uh, and then they decide we gotta, uh, we have to fix the system because nobody's earning good points. Nobody can get in heaven now. They go talk to the judge. The judge is like, uh, "Well, uh, nothing we can do," and it's it's convoluted, okay? But uh, trust me, it's very very good. But the point I want to get to, before I keep rambling on about the whole plot line, I don't need to tell you the whole plot line. Go watch A Good Place. It's on Netflix. I think season four is on Netflix too now. If it isn't, it'll be in a few months. Anyway, Good Place. People think they're in heaven. Not in heaven. They're in hell. Trying to figure out, and that that's the problem. Now we've arrived at the end. Spoilers. For those of you who, uh, no, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Nope. So the ending was less than satisfying for me because it was teetering on the edge there for a few seasons. There was like, I don't know if it's going to get renewed. I don't know if it's going to get renewed. Well, the creators decided we're going to have a definite end date in season four. We're going to resolve everything and wrap up the series nicely. And yes, they did wrap the series up quite nicely. But it was a little unsatisfying, man, because everybody got a happy ending, so to speak. And Things were resolved. They fixed the problem with people not being able to get in the good place. They fixed the broken system. The bad place was happy. The good place was happy. Everybody was happy. And it was just all tied up in a neat little bow. And I was just kind of underwhelmed by it all. It was a nice ending. But I, I just wish it had been... I, I just wish there was more to it than what ended up being done. You know? Um... It was a very happy ending. Maybe the thing is I'm not used to watching shows truly have happy, happy endings, you know? Like Scrubs had a happy ending, even though they tacked on season nine. And How I Met Your Mother, I guess, had a happy ending until they killed the mother. And then uh, Ted's like, I was in love with Robin the whole time. And the kid's like, this whole story's been about Aunt Robin. Go get her. He's like, really? Okay, kids. Still recommend How I Met Your Mother. But everything was just so neatly tied up so perfectly. And it all had a nice little bow on it. It was nice. It was nice. You know. (laughs) 
it was cool. I wish it could have been a little more to it. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't love the ending. You know, it just left, left me underwhelmed. Uh, very, uh, still a good ending. Still recommend a good place. Apparently, I felt some kind of way about it. But I'm trying not to go into those rants where I try to summarize something. Like, look, this happened, this, and it's like, oh, wait, let me look it up. Um, podcasting 101 is fine, but I'm really going to try to not read y'all whole plots on the phone anymore. That's not what y'all are here for. So with that said, that takes care of a, a big old chunk of my list here. So let me just go ahead and take out all of this. wonder what I was going to say about Natalia, though. That's going to bug me. Oh, well. I still got more, so we'll be touching on this, and some of these are whole episode ideas. But I'll, I'll be coming back to these. But it's just good to be back. Good to be back with y'all. Thank you so much, everybody who stuck with me. When this hits the feed, y'all going to be shocked that it's dropping. But I'm happy to deliver it, man. Happy to be of service. Uh, recommendations. Uh, Master of None, I rewatched that for the third time. Simply Wonderful Season 2 is... I could only dream to make something so good as Season 2. Um, if you haven't completely canceled Aziz Ansari, uh, please check out Master of None because it's so good. Has Noelle Wells in it in season one, who I'm a big fan of her work. Um, shout out to Eric Wareheim, who plays Arnold. He's great. Lena Waithe um, plays Denise in there. There's a great Thanksgiving episode with Angela Bassett and Kim um, Whiteley. Whiteley? Whiteley. Whiteley? Whiteley. Um, who's in that episode. Great episode. Highly recommend Master of None. Please go watch that. Um, also been revisiting the Pharrell and the Yes Sirs album. In case you're not familiar, Pharrell did a solo album in 2006 called In My Mind. I liked it. It didn't sell well. wasn't well received. Um, but what Questlove and James Poison, po- Poisoner did, um, they remixed it with live instrumentation. And uh, in, I think it was like 2010, Quest just dropped the full master album. And I dug that out a few weeks ago. And I've been listening to that nonstop. It's amazing. Uh, please go check out For All in the Yes Sirs. Um, it's, I think it's all up on YouTube. I don't know if it's the master copies, but you can go listen to the whole thing on YouTube. It's so good for all the yes sirs out of my mind is that album. If you want to listen to in my mind, it's available on streaming out of my mind. So good. Just so good. The music blended with what Pharrell had already done on the raps on the previous instrumentals. So good. Go check that out. And then do I have anything else I want to recommend? I don't think so. I'm reading a Robin Williams book right now. I just started it. Um, honestly, I think the anniversary of his passing just went literally passed again. And I, I rented it from I rented the digital copy from my library, so I've been reading that. Um, I really I I know it. I really once I start reading it, I'm just going to dig into it. Um, because I'm really into my whole profile celebrity profile biography bag on this one. So. I know I'm going to really like this book. I'm going to try to keep going. So I'll let y'all know how that goes. So you've been listening to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphenation brought to you by me, Kellen Conley. So good to be back with y'all. And let's see if I remember how to do this. Powered by hyphen podcast group of Morgantown, West Virginia based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people hyphen podcast group.com and the Mark Rob 
written by my co-host Marcus Show Mad Love Robinson. You can find that at themarkrob.wordpress.com, the m a r c r o b dot wordpress dot com. If you want to contact the show, please do so at b hyphen at gmail dot com, b h y p h e n at b hyphen on Twitter at the b hyphen on Instagram or hyphen universe on Facebook or do it the other way hyphen podcast group on Facebook hyphen podcast group on Instagram or hyphen pod group on Twitter or hyphen podcast group at Gmail. You can do all those things. Please let me know your thoughts. I love to hear from y'all. Um, if you want to hit up Apple podcasts, give me those five stars, leave a review, please. Or give me a shitty review. I'll read it. I don't care. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me that I take too much time off. Tell me I'm not consistent enough. I don't care. I ain't going nowhere. And I say that it'll probably be another four months for the next episode. No, it's not. But seriously, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please take the time to check, uh, to leave a review and, and leave the stars, man. And then uh, also available on any podcast listening platform you love, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Hyphen Nation should be on there. And if you can't find Hyphen Nation or any other Hyphen Podcast group show, please let me know. I'm working on getting all the podcasts on Amazon Music and on Audible. Um, so that, that'll be coming soon too for, for those of you who use those services. Words of wisdom for today. Appreciate the little things, man, because I, I've had a, a couple busy days of work. You know, I am going to work in person. There's no uh, people coming into our lobby, but I'm still doing a lot of stuff for a lot of people as well as my coworkers and things like that. And there was a brief five minute window today where I just got to kind of chill and talk to a friend and it, w- it was really nice. And I appreciate that five minutes cause I hadn't talked to him in a little bit. Um, and it was, it was just nice having that five minutes to kind of chop it up with them. Um, in the midst of all the craziness. So shout out to them. Appreciate the little things. Oh man. How's it go? The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you got to do you. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts. So make sure you're doing things that is going to impact you in a positive way. It'll be worth it in the end. Do I say anything else? (laughs) I'm sure I say plenty of stuff. Eh, You know what? We had an hour. I wanted an hour. I got an hour. I'm glad to be here, man. Uh, more episodes coming. Got got a guest coming on. You'll be hearing that one soon. But it's good to be back, man. Thank you to each and every one of y'all to take time to listen to the podcast. You are legion, as Aisha Tyler used to say. Appreciate every one of y'all press play and listen. If you leave feedback, great. But you all mean the world to me. Hyphenation is back. And with that, there's nothing left to say. But thanks, y'all. You have been listening to Hyphenation, the Barack Obama-approved world's greatest podcast, hosted by Kellen Conley and his semi-regular co-host, Marcus showing Mad Love Robinson. Find Kellen at Be Hyphen on Twitter, the Be Hyphen on the Gram, and Hyphen Universe on Zuckerberg's Monster. 
follow Marcus on Twitter and IG at showinmadlove. Leave off the E to track him down. Email the show at behypen at gmail.com. As always, this has been a Hypen Podcast Group production. I'm Melisette of The Frightful Fret, and believe me when I say the best has not come yet. This is a Hyphen Podcast production. Are you not entertained?